Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Pat Nunley is with me. Uh, we're in the Bahamas. Baylor opens full battle for Atlantis tomorrow night against Arizona State. Uh, what have you seen? What stood out to you through Baylor's first four games, four victories? Sharing the ball. That's just who they are, John. And uh, we have just under 100 assists. We're averaging 22 assists or wow. something like that a game wow. in the first four games. So last year was not an aberration. I mean, at, at Baylor, you share the basketball. It is good, better, best. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marine Land Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Uh, it, it is a little different because it'll be the only time you ever play basketball in a ballroom. So uh, shooting is a little different. That would be probably the one thing that uh, um, we try to do a little more of is make sure we have plenty of shooting time getting ready for this game. Could have gone to Jim Haller's house and practiced, you know, in his ballroom to get ready for that. Yeah, well, uh, but, but he was using it. I think he's preparing for the seniors dancing on <laughs> Dancing with Stars Tour, so. <laughs> now, from the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on this Wednesday afternoon, day before Thanksgiving, coming to you from Paradise Island, the Bahamas, inside the Atlantis Resort. We're in the ocean wing of the Coral Tower of this uh, massive resort here, and we will finally have basketball tonight for Baylor. In fact, the tournament is underway. One game's complete, one game going on right now. We'll get you updated on that, and then two more coming up tonight, including Baylor's Tournament opener here in the battle for Atlantis Baylor versus Arizona State comes up this evening. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Uh, John Morris on the road with Baylor basketball. Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. And uh, Aaron, uh, weather report from the Bahamas today from here in Paradise. Uh, it's, I, I just checked again to see what it is right now. It's 73 degrees here in the Bahamas. It is 75 degrees in Waco right now, so you've got it warmer there than we actually do here, although the scenery, you know, out the window and walking out to the beach and all the pools uh, kind of makes up for uh, 73 degrees today. Yeah, and uh, uh, I'm sure you have sunshine there. Uh, you know what? It is, I'm going to say, partly cloudy. There, there's okay. uh, quite a few clouds today. How about there? Uh, it's extremely overcast. It looks like oh, it's, it is? Yeah, okay. it looks like it's going to rain, which it's oh, supposed okay. to later tonight. But, yeah, it's gotcha. it's it's overcast, but it's the, uh, a very, very pleasant 75 degrees. It's really nice. Pretty nice. Very nice. Yep. But, uh, yeah, a lot of clouds here today. Nothing to complain about, but that's just the weather report uh, live from Paradise Island in the Bahamas. Uh, fun to get the games underway. Uh, you know, we've been here, I told you yesterday, since Sunday. Flew in with the team on Sunday and uh, practiced Monday and Tuesday. Uh, uh, final uh, pregame meal and scout and chapel is going on right now with Baylor basketball. And then they'll tee it up this evening. Uh, we'll be on the air at 6 p.m., tip off at 6.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. 
You heard Pat Nunley in the open. Pat and I will have the broadcast from, uh, from here coming up tonight. Television on ESPN2 coming up this evening. So uh, that's where you can catch the broadcast of Baylor basketball this evening. Uh, taking on Arizona State, a team that is two and 2-2 two on the year. Uh, Bobby Hurley is their head coach. You know, to be uh, completely honest, before I started getting ready for this, you know, if you'd asked me, Aaron, uh, last week, who's the head basketball coach at Arizona State? I don't think I could have told you. Even though Bobby Hurley's been there, this is his seventh year. Um, it just, you know, when you tell me, I think, oh, yeah, that's right. But uh, before that, I'm not sure I could have told you that Bobby Hurley was the head coach here. Yeah, I had no idea either until I was I was loading that in. I was like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> there he is, Bobby Hurley. Yep. And and how about this? As as part of this tournament, UConn is also here. UConn is playing right now against Auburn and leading 64 to 50 with 11 minutes to go in the second half. You know who the head coach at, at UConn is? It's Dan Hurley. It's Bobby Hurley's brother. So potentially those guys could go against each other in this tournament. Uh, they are on opposite sides of the bracket, so it'd be uh, not tomorrow, maybe maybe on Friday uh, when they could potentially play each other. But uh, uh, Bobby Hurley, the head coach at Arizona State, Dan Hurley, the head coach at UConn, and they both got their teams here in this tournament. So that's the matchup for the Bears this evening. Uh, you know, when I saw that, so here was my first thought uh, when I, I did realize that Bobby Hurley is the head coach at Arizona State and Baylor's playing them. I thought, oh, I've got a question I want to ask him. And uh, so I got in touch with Doug Tomorrow. He is the uh, media relations guy. He's been there a long time at Arizona State. Uh, texted him and said, hey, any chance I could get with Coach Hurley, maybe around the press conference on Tuesday? And he said, yeah, sure, be there at 2.30 and uh, we'll make it happen. So my main question, Aaron, that I wanted to put to him was something Coach Drew's talked a lot about. And that is uh, for Baylor basketball, uh, the goal is now to repeat as national champions. And Coach Drew then follows that by saying there's only been two teams that have repeated as national champions since the UCLA dynasty. And one of those was Duke in 91 and 92. And you know who was on that Duke team in 91 and 92? Who? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just Bobby kidding. Hearn. I know. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, I remember those teams yeah. well. I, I yeah. still... Uh, that uh, Duke upset of UNLV is still one of the biggest upsets of all time. Um, you know, looking back, maybe you see how talented Duke was with Bobby Hurley and Grant Hill and Christian Leitner. Maybe not as big of an upset as, as people thought at the time. But, you know, the year before, I think UNLV had beat them by almost 30, just ran them out of the gym. Yeah, And, yeah. Uh, you know, they came back the next year and ended up beating them. That was, at, that was also the same year that – they were almost eliminated in the Elite Eight, but Christian Leitner hit that miracle shot to uh, keep them and advance them to the Final Four and eventually to a national championship. Let's go to that uh, short interview with uh, Arizona State head coach Bobby Hurley, Baylor's opponent, coming up this evening here in the Bahamas. It's nice that uh, we were supposed to play last year. It didn't happen. It's nice we finally get to match up. That was crazy, yes. I mean, it was a lot that went into that, and it was it was a very difficult situation. And, and that was uh, that would have been a heck of a four teams you know, last yeah. year. But, uh, yeah, we get to do it again now, so yeah. let's do it. 
interested. One of Coach Drew's messages to his team is uh, try to repeat, you know, and it hadn't been done much. You did that as a player at Duke. What, what's that challenge of trying to repeat as a national champion? I mean, as you're going through it, you know, initially you're really excited. I think as the season wears on through the, the dog days, it, it gets a little bit draining and you got everyone's best shot all the time. It's not like you're going to sneak up on anybody. Uh, the opponents on the road are really going to be loud and, and uh, so I, I mean I th that was the big challenge and then uh, just taking everyone's best shot but you know we got re-energized when we kind of hit the conference tournament and the NCAA tournament we knew there was light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. How about uh, this field here this is a really good tournament field uh, I mean starting with this first game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a really tough place to start for us. I mean, when the matchups came out, it's, uh, you look at it and say, wow, you know, you're going to get a really high RPI game and something that's going to help your strength of schedule, but also to challenge uh, uh, playing a team that, that has championship pedigree and has guys coming back that, have, that know how to do it. And then they, I think that he, Coach Drew, did a great job of adding the right pieces. You know, you got incoming freshmen, impact guys, uh, Sohan and, and Kendall Brown, and Akinjo uh, really, you know, does a nice job for them. He's uh, so, it, it, and then you have new roles. I mean, Cryer, I mean, you bring a guy like that off the bench last year, and now look what he's doing. So, and he's still not starting. So, it's, uh, it, it's a huge challenge for us. Appreciate your time. It's good to see you. Yes, no problem. So that's Bobby Hurley. He's the head coach in his seventh year of the Arizona State Sun Devils. Baylor's opponent tonight, opening play in the battle for Atlantis here in uh, Paradise Island, Bahamas. Uh, look forward to that matchup. The, uh, the game that precedes ours tonight is Syracuse and VCU, and the two winners will meet tomorrow at 4 o'clock Central Time. The two losers from that game meet in a uh, uh, loser's bracket game tomorrow at 6.30. So from a Baylor perspective, hopefully playing either Syracuse or VCU tomorrow at 4 p.m. Central Time on Thanksgiving Day from here in the Bahamas coming up tomorrow. So we'll keep you updated on the game going on right now. UConn a 10-point lead over Auburn. Uh, those are the only two ranked teams um, that's not right. Michigan State's probably ranked, right? Um, but uh, UConn at number 22 and Auburn at number 19 going against each other right now. And then Baylor at number six in the nation taking on an unranked Arizona State team. That is two and two on the year. That comes up tonight. All right, off and running from the Bahamas here on this Wednesday afternoon. We've got uh, basketball to talk about. We've got football to talk about. Baylor and Texas Tech comes up on Saturday. A little bit later, we'll visit with the uh, football voice of the Red Raiders. Brian Jensen will join us uh, a little bit later in the hour. Glad you're with us. Take a break. Back with more in a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies tonight. We could see a stray shower this evening. Best chance, though, will be overnight as a cold front begins to move through. Even an isolated thunderstorm possible with lows dropping to around 51 degrees. And on Thanksgiving, maybe a shower very early in the morning, otherwise clearing skies, and it'll be very, very windy with high temperatures holding steady in the lower 50s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any change in the weather. 
The Baylor Coaches Show. Now, 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. We'll take this Wednesday off for Thanksgiving, then be back Wednesday, December 1st, and our special guest will be Athletic Director Mac Rhodes. Join us December 1st, live from Rudy's. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's. Now, beginning at 7 p.m., here on ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The New York Giants have fired offensive coordinator Jason Garrett, and the Titans have waived running back Adrian Peterson. Cowboys get ready for the annual Thanksgiving Day game hosting the Raiders at AT AT&T 3.30 kickoff, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor basketball tonight from the Bahamas facing off with Arizona State. Tip at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. For the first time in the eight-year history of college football playoff, a team from a Group 5 conference has cracked the top four in the selection committee's rankings. Cincinnati, one of just three undefeated teams left in the FBS, is number four in the latest rankings, behind number one Georgia, number two Ohio State, and number three Alabama. Michigan, number five followed by Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Ole Miss, and Oklahoma. The selection committee's final rankings will be on December 5th. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
now back to the voice of the Bears with Baylor basketball at Banfor Landis. Welcome back, John Morris Show from Paradise Island, Bahamas. That is uh, that is Jason, one of our hosts, our team hosts here at the uh, Battle for Atlantis. Uh, I, I went up to Jason and said, hey, I got a question for you. Would you record some stuff for me? And he said, what? What are you talking about? And I said, nah, it'd be real easy. I'll write it out for you and everything. And so Jason came through with a little taste of the islands from the uh, Battle for Atlantis here in the Bahamas. Welcome back, John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Uh, one other note to mention, Aaron, and I don't have the complete story here, but I'll get more of the complete story on the air tonight from Pat Nunley. So Pat sends me a uh, picture and a text about an hour ago, and he and his wife Cassandra, Cassandra's here, and they are out on the marina. Uh, the, uh, the marina is right outside uh, our hotel and these huge, I'm telling you, huge yachts are docked out there. And I really can't, I can't tell you how big they are, how majestic they are. No telling what those things cost. But they're, and there's, uh, you know, they're just lined up. The dock is full of those. So Pat and Cassandra were having lunch out there and uh, apparently talking to their waitress. And the waitress tells them, yeah, that yacht belongs to uh, Sylvester Stallone. And I think he's here, she says. And so they've got their eyes peeled on the lot. And he sends me a picture of uh, about four or five people on deck. And, and one of those people is Sylvester Stallone. So that kind of tells you the neighborhood uh, that we're visiting here and the neighborhood that that yacht is in. How about that? I, I mean, I really, I wish I could describe to you how unbelievably uh, big and sleek, you know, these uh, these yachts are that are docked right outside our hotel. How do they compare to your yacht? <laughs> not even, uh, not even close. Yeah, not even close. So there, were, there was a Sylvester Stallone sighting. That's pretty yes. exciting. Yes, isn't that great? Maybe he'll go to the game. I, that's why I told Pat. I said, "Hey, get him on at halftime for us tonight." <laughs> so, uh, short of that, short of getting him on at halftime with us, uh, we'll get Pat to uh, tell the story a little bit more tonight on the game broadcast. So, there you go. That's uh, that's fun. Fun part of being here at uh, 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 the Bahamas. Um, this is basketball. Here reminds you the Baylor women open play in Cancun tomorrow. They are at the Cancun Challenge. They will play Fordham tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. Broadcast beginning at 9.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. Derek Smith, Sophia Young-Malcolm are there for the call of the uh, Baylor women's games from the Cancun Challenge. They will play Fordham tomorrow, and then they will play Arizona State on Friday. Uh, Baylor playing the Arizona State men coming up tonight. And then the Baylor, and that is at 10 a.m. on Friday as well uh, for the women. And then the Baylor women will close with a game against the Houston Cougars on Saturday at 12.30. Broadcast beginning at noon. And that will be uh, where? Over on 92.9 FM on Saturday for the Baylor women's tournament finale in Cancun. So uh, both the men uh, here in the Bahamas and the women in Cancun, uh, some exotic locations for tournaments this week. So uh, that's basketball, uh, mentioned football, and we'll visit with Brian Jensen, the football voice of the uh, Texas Tech Red Raiders, coming up next segment. 
Baylor, of course, playing Tech on Saturday morning, 11 a.m. The broadcast uh, TV-wise on FS1, radio right here on ESPN Central Texas, of course, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, beginning at, yes, Aaron, 7 a.m. for the uh, Game Day Live, 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, first hour of which will be uh, also televised on KCEN-TV, so Channel 6 for the uh, tailgate show from 9 to 10 on Saturday morning. And then the uh, game kicks off at 11, Baylor versus Texas Tech. All-time uh, series, 39 wins, 39 losses, one tie between these two. Couldn't get any closer than that. Baylor and Tech. Tech won by a point last year out in Lubbock. 24-23 was the score. So that game at 11 a.m. on Saturday. There's actually two Big 12 games on Friday, uh, 11 a.m. on Fox, Kansas State at Texas. Uh, season finale for, uh, for the Longhorns. They can't get bowl eligible. They're sitting at 4-7. and K-State is already bowl eligible at 7-4, and four, coming off the loss 20-10 to 10 to the Bears. And uh, that game comes up uh, on, on Friday morning at 11. This game last year, Aaron, uh, think about the difference uh, last year to this. Texas won this game in Manhattan last year, 69-31. to 31. Isn't that wild? I'd forgotten about that. But they put up 69 points in Manhattan to win over the Wildcats last year. Wow, yeah, what, a, what a difference a year makes. I know, exactly. K-State, you know, I'm sure a favorite, I don't know, but I'm sure a favorite going in this week. And Texas kind of limping to the finish line with, uh, what is it now, six straight losses. So uh, that game uh, kicks at 11 a.m. on Fox Friday morning. 3.30 on Friday afternoon on FS1. TCU plays at Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State is bowl eligible at 6-5, and five, but still not the year that they were hoping. Uh, picked second behind Oklahoma in the preseason poll. Top 10 in the nation in the uh, preseason poll, but 6-5 and five and 4-4 four and four in the conference. TCU looking for a win to get to bowl eligibility. They are 5-6. and six. They are 3-5 and five in the league, and a win in TCU would be bowl eligible over Iowa State. Be- but that's the matchup Friday afternoon, 3.30 on FS1. Uh, turn the page to Saturday with Georgia Tech and Baylor at 11 a.m. 6 p.m. on Saturday evening, West Virginia plays at Kansas. Mountaineers, likewise, trying to get bowl eligible. They are 5-6 and six on the year. They are 3-5 and five in the conference playing a Kansas team that has really been playing better of late, but uh, still just 2-9 and nine on the year. Um, so that game is uh, Saturday evening at 6 on FS1. Then Bedlam on Saturday evening, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. Cowboys moved up to number 7 in the college football playoff poll uh, that was announced last night. Baylor, by the way, is number 8. Oklahoma is up to number 10. So this is number number 10, Oklahoma, versus number 7, Oklahoma State. 6.30 on ABC primetime on Saturday night. You know the ramifications there, a Big 12 title game uh, spot is uh, up for grabs that night. If Oklahoma wins over Oklahoma State, the game's in Stillwater. If OU wins, they are in the Big 12 title game for a rematch of Bedlam on December 4th. If Oklahoma State wins and Baylor wins earlier in the day over Tech, then it's Baylor and Oklahoma State in the Big 12 title game December 4th in Arlington. So 
you know, here, here's the hope from a Baylor perspective. Baylor wins over Tech. It's early in the day. Uh, you finish that game, and then you can settle in and watch Oklahoma State and watch Oklahoma and uh, pull for the Cowboys on Saturday evening, which uh, Aaron would earn Baylor a spot in the Big 12 championship game on December 4th. Yeah, it's just still unbelievable. You know, I mean, with the expectations going into the into the season for most people, and the pre, you know the preseason uh, predictions from the coaches and the media, and to where Baylor is now with a victory over Tech and an Oklahoma State win, they're playing for a big title. You know, Big Twelve title. I'm yeah. just uh, just just uh, just ready for this Tech game. I, I want that. You know, you yeah. that has to happen first. That's the most important thing, and so that's that. Yeah, I'm sure it's the same with the football team. That's all I'm worried about right now. I, you know, right. I'm looking forward to watching Bedlam either way, but I'll especially be looking forward to it um, if Baylor does beat Texas Tech, like hopefully they will. Yeah, and, and that's, a good, that's a really good point. If Baylor doesn't win, if Baylor loses to Tech on Saturday morning, that, that uh, clinches it for Oklahoma. They're in the Big 12 title game before that game even kicks off on Saturday night. So that's the, uh, that's the way things shape up in the Big 12 football-wise this weekend. Two games on Friday, three games on Saturday. Let's talk more about uh, the Red Raiders coming to town. Visit with Brian Jensen after a break. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton on a Wednesday. John Morris Show live from the Bahamas. We'll continue in just a moment here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears close the regular season Saturday, hosting the Texas Tech Red Raiders at McLean Stadium. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, J.J., and Ricky. Bears, Red Raiders, Saturday from the banks of the Brazos. Here on your home for Baylor Big 12 football, ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com tom and ward weekdays at 7 a.m on espn central texas aderhold funeral home has been helping families cope with the loss of a loved one for well over 100 years the Payne family has owned and operated the funeral home since 1963 and for three generations the cornerstones of our service since that time have been and continue to be faith family compassion and community we are grateful to be a part of and work with the west community and surrounding areas thoughtful service is a Payne family tradition. Aderhold's owners and staff are proud supporters of the West Trojans. Let's go Trojans! 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. And once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign. And they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 10th, listeners to this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. The Marines will then distribute the toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you add your name to Richard Carr's inbound new vehicle purchase list or purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The New York Giants have fired offensive coordinator Jason Garrett, and the Titans have waived running back Adrian Peterson. Cowboys get ready for the annual Thanksgiving Day game hosting the Raiders at AT&T 330 kickoff and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor basketball tonight from the Bahamas facing off with Arizona State. Tip at 630 on ESPN Central Texas. For the first time in the eight-year history of college football playoff, a team from a Group 5 conference has cracked the top four in the selection committee's rankings. Cincinnati, one of just three undefeated teams left in the FBS, is number four in the latest rankings. Behind number one Georgia, number two Ohio State, and number three Alabama. Michigan, number five followed by Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Ole Miss, and Oklahoma. The selection committee's final rankings will be on December 5th. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Tied at 38, three seconds to go, 62-yard try. Garibay has his foot into wow. it. It may be long enough. It is good. It is good. It is good. Jonathan Garibay has won the game with a 62-yard field goal. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? Woo! Yeah, baby. <laughs> that ball. to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Highlight cut courtesy of the Texas Tech Sports Network from Learfield. Two weeks ago, a last-second 62-yard field goal by Jonathan Garibay and Tech wins over Iowa State. Uh, 41-38 was the final score. Uh, call authored by... Uh, Brian Jensen and John Harris and maybe Steve Pitts was screaming in the background there. I'm not sure, (laughs) but what a uh, dramatic win for the Red Raiders over Iowa State. 
Joined now by Brian Jensen, the football voice of uh, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Uh, it almost, when I heard, hey, Brian, welcome to you first off. Appreciate your time. Thanks, John. Hey, good to have you on. Uh, when I heard that call the first time and I went back and listened to it, it was almost like you were, you know, you were going through the motions and calling that and then you were surprised. Uh, is that fair, you know, that he hit it from 62 yards out? Yeah, I think uh, the realization hit. You know, we yeah. they threw a pass right before it that only got three yards, and, you know, they immediately uh, called it or get out of bounds, stop the clock, and they're like, okay, well, three seconds. You throw a Hail Mary, it's 62 yards. I mean, how often does that actually turn out well? Uh, right, right. never kicked one that long. So we're like, uh, man, maybe they should go for the Hail Mary. What are the odds? Which one's better? And then uh, he comes out there to kick it, and – Man, the second it left his foot, and it's like John said at the very end there, it just looked like a rocket coming off of right. his foot. And there was no question at the very outset that it was going to be long enough. And then we're just holding our breath because, as you know, in the broadcast booth at times, there's some delays on, on the videos that we see. So it's hard to see and tell whether it goes through the uprights until you see the officials raise their arms. Oh, sure, right. And so you could hear the crowd you know, starting to – go nuts just as the officials raised their arms and it was just uh yeah we went from can you believe they're actually going to kick it to oh my god it's going through <laughs> <laughs> that's great it was a great call it really was and and what a great win you know for tech to get bowl eligible you know with with that win over uh, over a really good iowa state team man there was a lot wrapped up into that uh that game and that win yeah, and I think that was part of the emotion at the end was just all the stuff that was going into it because it's been a long time, 2017, since Tech Bowl eligible. And as you know, quite a few uh, strange things happened throughout the year, including a change at the head coaching position. And, um, you know, just the pressure that was on some of these players and the coaching staff, you know, wanting to put on a good show as they may be exiting. Um, you know, it was just a lot of emotion. And uh, when when the change was made, when the coaching change was made, uh, Matt Wells relieved of his duties. You, you were sitting at five wins. And that's one thing I thought and heard was, hey, they're just one win away, you know, from being bowl eligible. But I, I guess these days, uh, if you're going to make a coaching change, I guess you go ahead and, and pull the Band-Aid off and do it quick. And, you know, if you can get a new guy in there, which Tech did and Joey McGuire, and be ready for recruiting in that early signing period. Well, and I think uh, you're exactly right. And the first reaction for most people was, why now? And mm -hmm. then the realization of, well – because they were not able to close out games. And if you can't close out games when you're leading them or, you, or you know, you, you have the big losses like they did against uh, in Texas and Oklahoma, then you're like, ah, are you really going forward? You're going to get that next win. Maybe you need some kind of spark. But the most important part was getting out early and getting the coach you wanted and then allowing that individual to go out and do the things that McGuire has done since he's been there. He hasn't been involved much at all in the football program itself um day to day getting ready for games that's still sunny Cumbie doing that so that mcguire could focus on recruiting and focus on getting his staff together and the word is you know it just came down that sunny Cumbie's being retained as offensive coordinator but um the rest of the staff apparently is going to start being announced as early as you know the games ending on sunday night so uh, or on saturday night so you know it, it's it's exciting to see what he's done already 
And if he can continue the, the recruiting trail that he has started while everybody else is playing football, um, I think it's a great advantage. Yeah, absolutely. And let me say this. Uh, I, I, I hate that we're losing Joey McGuire, but I am more excited that I am disappointed uh, that we're losing him, more excited for him to get a head coaching job. I think that is a great hire. You're going to love working with him, and I think he's a really good fit for Texas Tech. I think that's a great yeah, we hire. Had, we had him on at halftime of the Iowa State game, and that was the first time we'd had an opportunity to really meet him and, and, and hear from him and talk to him. And, man, it was just contagious, the, the way mm -hmm. he was carrying, carrying himself, the, the great um, admiration he has for Tech and West Texas. And, you know, what he's done at, at Baylor and, and in the high school ranks prior to that is just tremendous. So, yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of excitement. I'll tell you the other thing, John, is the comments that have been made by the coaches uh, – Around the country, like Bob Stoops made some some very very nice comments about him. Mac Brown was was quoted as saying what a um, incredible uh, high school coach he was and what a great coach in general he is. I mean, it's just th those are things that in Texas, as you know, that's golden. So Sonny Cumbie uh, finishes out this year uh, the game this week and then your bowl game. And but you said the announcement. I hadn't seen this. You said the announcement's been made that he'll be retained as the OC. Yeah, it just came out uh, like minutes before the, the, the call that I'm on with you. So Perfect. Thank you for yeah, that. Uh, you're welcome. So. <laughs> That's great, isn't it? I mean, he, he seems yeah. like he's done a really good job of kind of holding things together in the interim. Yeah. And, of course, uh, you know, a tech legend. Uh, that seemed like a really good move. Yeah, and I think the games that he's been able to focus uh, just on offense when he's had healthy players in there and he's shown some of his creativity – They've been exciting moments. They've been exciting games. The Iowa State game was one of them, obviously. But um, I just think that, uh, you know, the head coaching thing and all the stuff that's, that's been around the program since the coaching change, that's a very difficult position to be in, to be an interim guy, not knowing for sure where you're going to land, land. So now I think he's going to be able to, you know, relax these last couple of games and, you know, just really get back and, and focus on just the coaching of the game and the players and, not have to worry about all that other stuff. So I think it's a great positive move for him. Brian, what was the issue last week? Uh, you know, the offense uh, shut out 108 yards. Can you put your finger on maybe what, what some of the shortcomings were last week? Well, um, I think the biggest shortcoming was that they got, I think they got away from some of the things that uh, they do well, Tech does well, and tried to go with some things that they felt like uh, might surprise Oklahoma State a little bit. And mm -hmm. as it turned out, um, the Cowboys defense, as you know, they are one of the quickest defenses, um, not just in the Big 12, but probably in the country. They have sure. speed all over that, that secondary. The linebackers are fast, and they put good pressure on the quarterback. So I think uh, the dink and dunk type stuff that, that you would typically see, they kind of got away from that, started throwing a lot more vertical and um, I think the speed of the Oklahoma uh, secondary there just really bit them early. And then by that time, you know, even though they weren't down much, uh, you start to try to change what your game plan was going to be coming into it. And that, that, that's always a difficult thing to do, especially until you get to halftime and can, you know, get in front of the guys. And Oklahoma State is really good this year. I mean, they're number seven yeah. now in the CFP. And their defense, like you said, is uh, I, I think I – think, uh, safe in saying the best we've seen this year 
and yep. you guys just kind of got, you know, that was your time against them last week. Yeah, and again, with all the other things going on, not, not an excuse at all, just reality of, you know, the, I, I think they tried to do things in a, in a week that all these other distractions and things are going on, and it's it's tough to do that. You Typically, if you're going to go up against a great defense like that, if you just do your bread and butter and you execute well and don't make big mistakes, you're at least probably going to be able to hang in there for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Tech defense played really well, especially in that first half. So uh, they had that opportunity and just, again, little mistakes here and there because I think they went from the vertical back trying to get back to their game, and by that time it was they were just off. All right, uh, last game of the year, last game of the regular season. Uh, everybody's beat up, banged up. Who, who's available? Who's left for you guys uh, at quarterback going into this game this week? Well, we still Donovan Smith, Henry Columbia, probably, probably going to be um, available again. Um, that's a quarterback. And then, you know, Tyler Shuck is still not going to be uh, playing. I think they're going to go ahead and hold him out the rest of the year. You know? He probably could play, but mm-hmm. it's one of those situations where, you know, if he just if he takes uh, a fall or a hit wrong um, in the collarbone area, um, he would be facing something much more drastic in the off season. And why why risk that? Right. Um, if if in fact you know he he comes back, um, you never know these days, right? So <laughs> it'll it'll be interesting to see. I mean, hopefully Donovan Smith is able to go um, and go the whole game without having to worry about what else is behind it. I got you. And what do you think, uh, what are your thoughts about this matchup? I mean, Baylor's got, uh, you know, I was talking to Coach Aranda earlier today, and I said, man, what a difference the regular season finale this year compared to where we were, you know, at this point last year, limping to the finish Mm -hmm. line and didn't hardly have enough players or coaches to even play that last game last year. And look where Baylor is, you know, at this point. Uh, What do you think about the matchup? Well, so I should ask you a question first. Uh, Bohannon's sure. in. <laughs> uh, game time decision is what I'm told. Uh-huh. So there uh-huh. you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because obviously, you know, you 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 have a, a team that man, he's such a great leader out there and and such a tough player, um, and he's very difficult for a team like Tech to be able to defend. So. You know, if he's out, not to say that you know your 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 other players, your other quarterbacks uh, can't do the same, but you know your starter's your starter for a reason. Sure. And so that's something that you know I think would make the game a, a little different matchup wise. Um, other than that, you know, again, um, the Baylor Tech game typically seems to be one that you go into it thinking the matchup's going to be the way you think it's going to be, and rarely does it turn out that way. <laughs> That's true. And I'm not sure why, because, you know, it, it's not that it's, you know, a huge rivalry. It's just, it, I guess, maybe because typically it's near the end, if not the end of the, of the season. and uh, You know, teams play at that point, nothing to lose, right? And I don't know. It's going to be interesting yeah. because Tech now has, you know, I think they have a little bit of direction and they have a chip on their shoulder because of what happened last week. And um, they want to end the season right. Wow. Well, I think it'll be fun. That's one thing. Uh, like last year was a one-point game. We have uh, more often than not really good close games. So it'll yeah. be fun and we'll just get up and tee it up early and uh, look forward to seeing you in Waco on Saturday. Sounds fantastic, John. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Holler if you need anything. Okay. Okay. Appreciate that. Yep. All right. Thanks. That is uh, Brian Jensen, the radio voice of, of Texas Tech football and Baylor and Tech.
play on Saturday. It's an 11 a.m. tip-off for the Bears and the Red Raiders, the all-time series. And this is the, what, 80th meeting. The all-time series is uh, dead even, 39-39-1. Uh, so that speaks to uh, what Brian was talking about, uh, how competitive these games always are between Baylor and Texas Tech. So uh, we'll have the broadcast beginning at 7 a.m. with Game Day Live, 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, uh, 9 to 10 on TV, on KCEN-TV, and then 11 a.m. tip uh, kickoff. There we go. It's the great crossover. Tip-off or kickoff? That's a kickoff on Saturday morning, Baylor and Texas Tech. Uh, okay, thanks to Brian for his time. Update on the battle for Atlantis here. UConn had a lead uh, by at least 10 10 points early in the game. Uh, we are now tied at the end of regulation, 83-83. <laughs> are you watching this game? Yes, and it was a wild last uh, I know. 15 seconds. UConn <laughs> is down 81-80 to 80 and hits a three with about 10 seconds left. And then Auburn drives right down the court. And uh, I didn't see the player, but he drives right to the basket and makes a reverse layup to tie it. Uh, UConn gets one last shot at the buzzard for three to tie to win it, and they miss, so they go into overtime. Just a Jeez. great game between two pretty good teams. After the first game of the day was uh, Michigan State and Loyola of Chicago. Yes. <laughs> that one ended on a uh, what a dunk, right? An alley oop dunk right at the end of the game. Yes, one point uh, game. Yes, an alley oop to uh, for the go ahead score, and then uh, uh, Loyola got a little bit closer than a half court shot but basically mm -hmm. a half court shot to try to win it after that but wow um and it, it it was it was online but it hit the front of the rim that one Ooh, was uh, man. yeah that was a great game too it's been a great tournament so far i know exactly just the second game and here we are in overtime between these two so we'll keep you updated over the next uh 15 minutes or so as yukon and auburn are uh, in overtime from here battle for atlantis um uh, Syracuse and VCU coming up next. Baylor and Arizona State, the nightcap from the battle for Atlantis. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Uh, closed uh, so that uh, employees and uh, folks at the Baylor Club can spend some time with their families today and tomorrow, but then back at it on Friday and a normal Friday weekend with a Baylor home game for the Baylor Club. That means Friday night live on Friday, Sammy Brown uh, uh, performing on Friday. Saturday is the uh, final Knoxhall tailgate of the year, and then on Sunday it is the Bear Victory Brunch on Sunday at the Baylor Club. 10.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Make your reservations uh, either online at thebaylorclub.com or give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. It's a holiday edition of Central Texas High School football playoffs. This Friday afternoon, the Mark Panthers take on the Wortham Bulldogs. Our coverage begins with the pregame at 1.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Also on Friday afternoon, it's Weston Malikoff. The pregame at 1.30 on Shooter 92.9 FM. 
And the Crawford Pirates take on the Italy Gladiators the pregame Friday afternoon at 1.30 on Star 104.9. Don't miss high school football this Friday from ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. listening to John Morris show on ESPN Central Texas Now back to the J Mo radio show from the Bali for Landers Paradise Island All right, back with us. Just time to wrap things up in the uh, 3 p.m. hour. And from uh, Paradise Island in the Bahamas with Baylor basketball coming up this evening. And uh, look forward to the tournament opener for the Bears tonight against Arizona State. Mentioned uh, some birthdays here in the final segment. And, and also, Aaron, let people know we will not be here with local shows uh, tomorrow or Friday. But plenty of basketball. You know where to find us. 
basketball here on ESPN Central Texas tonight. A win by the Bears. We play again tomorrow at 4 Central Time. Uh, a win there, and you're in the championship game at 11 a.m. on, um, uh, or I guess 10 a.m. Central Time. Yeah, 10 a.m. Central Time on Friday morning. So that's the path. Hopefully Baylor follows uh, like they did in 2016 in winning this tournament. So uh, that path begins tonight against Arizona State. Mention some birthdays to you. Uh, our man Curtis Quillen from KCEN-TV. Today is Curtis's uh, birthday. So happy birthday to Curtis Quillen, sports director at KCEN-TV. Uh, Glenda Strum's birthday today. Happy birthday to Glenda. A lot of you folks know her in the Central Texas area. John McLemore's birthday. John uh, worked with him many moons ago at KWTX. Happy birthday to him. And uh, Elaine Sieber's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Elaine. So uh, I think that's all I've got. Aaron, uh, anybody to add to the birthday list here on the day before Thanksgiving? No. <laughs> There's just nobody today. Um, no. Um, I looked a couple nobody times. Nobody makes the cut. No. Uh, no nobody. I, <laughs> no, not really. Um, I mean, there's a couple of names you would know, but they don't qualify, you know, they just, they just don't make the list. I hear you. No, I know. I understand. All right. Can I do this? Uh, add, add a couple in the next couple of days since we won't be here, uh, tomorrow, uh, Leonard Elliott's birthday. Happy birthday to Leonard. One of the biggest uh, TCU fans that I know in the area. Uh, Kirk Wakefield's birthday is tomorrow on the Baylor campus. Happy birthday to him. And then look ahead to Friday, the 26th. It's Paul Jobson's birthday. Happy birthday to Paul coming up on Friday, and uh, that's getting ahead a little bit since we won't be here the next couple of days. Tommy Ross's birthday on Friday as well. So there you go, sneak peek uh, well then, ahead uh, with, I'm sorry? I will give you, well, I'll give you one for tomorrow. Christina Applegate from okay. many movies and, okay, of course, uh, Married with Children. She has her birthday tomorrow, so we won't miss that fantastic. one. Fantastic. All right, fantastic. All right, Aaron, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate you making things work. And remind everybody again, we'll be back uh, with you on the other side of uh, the Matt Mosley Show without Matt Mosley. What do you guys have planned between 4 and 6 coming up this afternoon? Uh, we will have Matt on live from Paris, France from 4 to 5. Oh, okay. And he will talk right. about his trip. We'll talk Baylor football and basketball and talk a little Cowboys. Then during the 5 o'clock hour, it will be me, and I will talk with Casey Ian. Channel 6 Sports Director Curtis Quillen about the Texas uh, high, Central Texas High School football playoff matchups this week. And then uh, I will also talk uh, Baylor football versus Tech and a little bit of Cowboys in the last segment. So that's coming up uh, 4 to very 6 nice. next on All the Matt Mosley Show. All right, so we've got a very international uh, uh, lineup today, right? I'm, I'm in the Bahamas, and Matt is going to join you from Paris, France. It's, it's amazing what technology <laughs> can that? do, isn't it? I know, exactly. <laughs> very good. All right, hope that goes smoothly. Aaron, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a good Thanksgiving. And uh, Lord willing, I'll be back uh, on Friday late and then the football game Saturday and then back uh, in the studios on Monday. But happy Thanksgiving to you, Aaron. You too, John. Have a great trip and we'll, st uh, we'll talk to you Monday. That sounds good. Happy uh, Thanksgiving to everyone. We'll talk to you tonight with Baylor Basketball. Back on the air at 6 p.m. with the countdown to tip-off. And then 6.30 tip-off tonight, Baylor in Arizona State. Thanks for being with us. Uh, thanks to Brian Jensen, who was on with us. You heard from Coach Bobby Hurley. 
the head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils. Now stay tuned. Uh, more to come here on ESPN Central Texas. The J. Mo Radio Show That's it. from the Bottle for Alondas, Paradise Island. The La Vega Coaches Show with Don Hyde is brought to you by First Central Credit Union. Little Vega Pirates move on to the third round of the 4A Division I playoffs with a hard-fought 14-10 win over Kaufman. Coach, from what I heard about that game, it was turnovers in the first half that got your team in trouble. Yeah, we we just did some things that were uncharacteristic to La Vega football. We turned it over a few times and uh, and didn't play real well in some spots. And uh, and sometimes you got to win ugly.